Welcome back to the Titanian Gardens. Episode 38. The Reluctant Storyteller. Meridian Picklesworth escorts Hazel to the Quilt of Blooms, and Hazel begins the journey back through the Crimson Forest with Wooden Wolf, her orphan brothers, and a bottle of fairy dust that can be used medicinally if there's any residual pain or gloom left over from her brush with Gretchen's specter. As she walks, she reflects on the last thing Meridian Picklesworth said to her. Remember that you are who you are. And that's exactly who you're supposed to be. The wisdom seems clear enough. Of course, Hazel is who she's supposed to be, but she doesn't really know who that person is. As far as she can tell, she's merely an orphan with no handle on where she comes from. The only difference now is that she knows a fairy-turned-witch once held a candle for her, adored her, loved her even. But so what? Who doesn't love a baby? A baby's easy to fawn over, isn't it? Well, maybe not. Hazel's parents, after all, had vanished. Maybe when Opal Tinsley had swiped baby Hazel and left the changeling, her parents were relieved and set off on a romantic, daughterless odyssey. Maybe they didn't like the way she smelled. Maybe they didn't like the way her hair curled just so. Or maybe they just didn't love her. Or maybe they did, but just not enough to come looking. Is this who she's supposed to be? An orphan? unlovable by anyone but a fallen fairy? The rest of the orphans are not quite so meditative, absorbed as they are, recounting their victories in the Crimson Forest, in Gretchen's castle, against the goblins, the fool, and the scarecrows, and so on. Hazel's typically quieter than the boys, so they don't notice her spell of pensiveness. Wooden Wolf, on the other hand, he's lived many lives, and he can see that Hazel needs to be shaken from her days. That's dead weight you're carrying. I'm not carrying anything. But you are. In your heart. Anyone can see that. And there's no argument that you're tough to bear it as long as you have. The dead kind of weight is the heaviest and the hardest to carry, and it only gets heavier. Whatever it is, you ought to let loose of it so it can go about its business of being dead instead of laying heavy on your heart. You know a lot about heavy hearts, do ya? Ha ha ha! You don't get gray hair like I got without knowing a little something about heavy hearts. Really? I've lost my share over the years. You mean your leg, don't ya? Did it hurt? (laughs) Yes, it hurt. Losing a leg isn't nearly as much fun as it sounds like it is. Doesn't sound fun at all. And the warlock that took it made sure I drew the same conclusion. But my leg is the least of what I've lost. Really? A leg. That's nothing. Plenty of trees around that can replace a leg or two. And I'd give up the legs, my arms, I'd even give up my head to replace some other things I lost. The important things. The things that lay heavy on your heart? Yes. Sometimes the important things lay heavy on the heart, but there are other important things too. Like what? Like the things that unburden your heart. 
but they're usually not things. Usually, they're people. Like these friends you got here. Hazel knows what she has plenty, but she wants to know about what she doesn't have. Did you know my parents? Wooden Wolf's face hardens, as if bracing for a blow. He sees it coming, and he's hoping to dodge it. And if he can't, he's hoping it won't hurt Hazel as bad as he knows it will. Why would you ask that? Well, you know Opal Tinsley. And Meridian Picklesworth said Meridian that- Picklesworth is a fairy, and fairies are prone to mischief. So what she told me, it wasn't true? It was true enough. But it's nothing you need to worry yourself about. I'll worry about what I should and should not worry about, thank you. You're a young girl. You should worry about the business of being a young girl. Not about the wickedness of this world and all that. First, if we're talking about who I am, I'm more orphan than girl. Second, I didn't ask you about the wickedness of the world and all that. I asked you about my parents. If we're talking about your parents, then we can't avoid talking about the wickedness of this world and all that, because that's the very reason why your parents are no longer your parents, and why you have grown up in an orphanage. Did a witch kill them? No. A warlock, then? Wooden Wolf stops walking. They're just short of the quicksand where the orphans rescued the Grawlicks. Wooden Wolf allows himself a deep sigh. <sighs> the kind of sigh a man takes when he realizes he can fight with his brawn, with his muscle and bone and blood. But he's plumb outmatched against the will of a curious orphan. It's not my story to tell, Hazel. Then whose story is it? I don't know, but it's not my job. I'm not the storyteller. You were there, or thereabouts. Opal Tinsley would have been bringing me back to my parents, right about the time you were petrifying Xander Klimt. You must know something. Being a warrior and telling the story are two different occupations. I've waited my whole life to hear this story. Hazel loses the words. The way you do when your aching heart overrides the part of your brain that actually makes language. Wooden Wolf hates to see the pained look on her face, but he hates the idea of telling the story even more. And when he sees that he's finally shut Hazel up, he takes a step to continue, pressing on to Cobbler's Gulch, but that step never actually hits the ground. Because the orphans are upon him before he even knows what's happening. Thanks for listening. On the next Cobbler's Gulch... A world held together and torn apart by moments. In the meantime, don't ever be a reluctant storyteller. Someone has to tell the story. Why not you? <laughs>